Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. We discuss how to get you to a happy me, pain-free and able to participate in your favorite activities. Please call in at 914-338-0695 if you have any questions um, about today's topic or want to participate. So today's topic is ACL tears and um, the first week. So the first week of an ACL tear is what you should be eating. Um, and these recommendations can apply to really the first four weeks of your injury. Um, they can also be applied to the first week after those that have had surgery. These, um, these recommendations have been very effective in that case as well. Um, also, if you have, you know, a knee injury or knee pain, Definitely visit thehappyknee.com to get your copy of the three keys to a happy knee. So let's get started. Um, in the first week, and for some, the first month of an ACL tear, there are three major issues swelling, range of motion, and pain relief. And so there are a lot of things that you can do to kind of help alleviate the pain as well as increase uh, the reduction of these ailments. And we're going to focus on the food. So it's the swelling. Frequently, there's, there's just a lot of swelling. And that can be just from really the trauma. And in some cases, some people have water in their knee. And with the swelling of the knee, it's very much so connected to inflammation and eating foods that help to reduce inflammation. And so when I, was, when I first had my injury, I, was really, I really had to kind of dive deeper into the difference between inflammation of seeing your knee physically swell up and connecting that as well to the internal inflammation and the effects on the body. And I realized that they're actually connected. And so... To help really reduce the swelling in the knees, 
you want to start incorporating foods into your diet that are really work against inflammation and that will help you to reduce that inflammation and the pain and the swell, physical swelling as well as the ability of the body to really help work for you. So some of my favorite foods are tomatoes, um, green leafy vegetables are absolute, you know, everyone can kind of find a favorite green leafy vegetable that they like, whether it's Swiss chard, um, collard greens, or kale. So another one uh, would be berries as well as oranges. And a lot of people you might be familiar with um, berries, and I really emphasize those because they have a lot of antioxidants, which really kind of do extra and go another mile working to help the body be in better health. And so I would touch on those. And a critical part about the first week specifically is if you have not already adapted these habits in terms of incorporating anti-inflammatory foods into your diet, this is the perfect time to start building that habit because these foods are really going to contribute to your being able to have a um, rapid recovery as well as an effective recovery um, throughout your life. And so frequently, if you've had a knee injury, you may encounter knee challenges in the future. And so when you're able to start incorporating these foods, green leafy vegetables, tomatoes, fresh berries, and even olive oil into your diet, it'll make it easier for you to handle those challenges in the future as well as reduce the occurrence of those challenges. And there's a lot of more specifics in terms of how that goes into play at thehappyme.com and just get your copy of Three Keys to a Happy Me and that's free, but it's also absolutely helpful. So let's get in, move into range of motion. So for the range of motion, it's kind of like everything is connected, right? So when your knee joint is swollen, that definitely affects the range of motion. So once we've kind of helped to affect that in terms of eating the specific foods that help to reduce the swelling and contribute to reducing inflammation, then we can kind of get into range of motion and foods that kind of encourage the joint to move, encourage movement of the blood around the joints to make it easier for you to increase your range of motion. Now, remember, there's certainly exercises, but that will be addressed in the future. Um, so for foods that contribute to the range of motion, you want to focus on foods that really get your blood pumping and get your blood moving around that injured area. And foods that do that are really ginger and garlic. And I remember, I said, okay, well, what can I do to kind of almost lubricate my knees? And what you can do for that is drink a lot of water. And it's really interesting, the, the power of water. But really, the, drinking a lot of water helps to hydrate your body even more because our bodies are over 70% water. You really want to make sure that, you know, the water, our water helps to move everything. And so by making sure that you're hydrated, I would try to do four, get, four quarts a day. So I just have literally have a mason jar and drink it um, and refill it. 
But, you know, start with whatever you can and use different tricks for that to help you get your needed water intake. And uh, so back to range of motion. Really incorporate herbs such as garlic and ginger and my favorite green herb to incorporate into different dishes that works against, you know, inflammation and helps increase stimulation of the knee and blood flow is time. So drink lots of water, eat garlic, eat ginger, incorporate time into your food. And so it's like you might ask, how can I do that? So with, with, you know, ginger and garlic not being something that you can kind of make as a primary, it's helpful to kind of learn tricks as to how to incorporate them. And so what I might do, for example, with ginger is, you know, peel and shred, um, I would say about a two-inch chunk of ginger, and I would just boil it in some water. And so with that, you make a tea, and by shredding it specifically, you're able to really get to the benefits of the ginger. So, for example, say you just cut the ginger up and threw it into a pot for tea. You wouldn't get, or it's more difficult to get such a high concentration of those um, of the benefits of the ginger. And so that is how to really incorporate ginger into your diet. Um, and another one is cinnamon. Cinnamon definitely helps with blood circulation and helping to allow for range of motion. And again, that can be incorporated in a tea. That can be incorporated in, uh, I, w- I want to say a sweet, so basically a non-savory dish. So say you're making a smoothie, uh, maybe, maybe a banana smoothie. You can incorporate a great deal of cinnamon in there. Or say you're eating your oatmeal, you can incorporate cinnamon in there to taste, right? And so that is, you know, I would use cinnamon, use ginger, and in some cases you can even use them together. I like to make chai tea, but I really um, buy everything loose for that. And so lastly, well, not lastly, but the next thing is um, garlic. And garlic is absolutely awesome, you know, where you literally just throw the whole clove into or the whole head of garlic into the oven and let it bake. And when you take it out, you will then have, you know, nicely cooked and flavorful pieces of garlic. So depending on how much you like garlic, that might be an opportunity for, you know, the use of garlic. Um, Another use is, say, you like sweet potatoes. Now, during recovery in the first week, you don't want to have too many potatoes, so maybe you will substitute sweet potatoes as opposed to um, regular Idaho or russet potatoes um, to make uh, kind of a a mash. So, of course, with mashed potatoes, you have your russet potatoes or your golden potatoes, you know, to make your mashed potatoes. Um, and so... Another way to add garlic into your dishes is to literally let it boil. So you literally, say you're making mashed potatoes or saying, say you're boiling sweet potatoes. You can throw in and say you cut up a sweet potato and then you peel the garlic cloves and feel free to go crazy. Like you use a whole head of garlic if you like. 
but peel the whole head of garlic and then put it in with the potatoes as you boil them. And that will allow for, you know, the, 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 the flavors to mix. And it will make it easier for someone that, say, you do, if you don't have a lot of time. And then you can just pull everything out at the same time and maybe a little water from the boiled potatoes and mash that up to make your your mix, right? And what's most popular and a lot of people probably already know about is really using garlic in combination with green leafy vegetables. And so when you're sauteing your greens or sauteing, uh, say, your kale, collard greens, or uh, Swiss chard, garlic is an absolute easy addition. So you just chop, peel, chop up the garlic and then, you know, add it into the, the pan when you're cooking your greens, and that's another way to really incorporate the garlic. But I would highly recommend trying to use it more when in, in the boiled state, right? So say you're sauteing. You might say you burn the garlic, right? And so if you're sauteing, when you're sauteing the garlic, add in water as you go because you want to make sure that when you're done cooking that dish, the garlic isn't dried up. You want to make sure that when you're adding food to your body that they're, you know, kind of hydrated, right? And so say you, the difference between crushing and crushing garlic and putting in the oven versus crushing garlic and boiling it in water. That garlic that's boiled in water and note that you're going to take that water with it when you, you know, eat the garlic, more hydrated will better be able to serve your body and help your body heal and increase the range of motion, which we're ultimately looking to achieve. And then as I spoke of earlier, you want to make sure that you're drinking a great deal of water. And so the foods that you eat, the garlic, the herbs, the ginger, combined with the water, really help to increase the blood flow to your knee. And that, in turn, will increase the range of motion. And so these are extremely, extremely helpful in the beginning phases of recovery or the first week to a month after you have torn your ACL. And these are habits that, well, they are are things that you want to make into habits and really incorporate into your life because it's going to contribute to making it easier for that recovery journey to be um, more rapid as well as effective. And the side effects of these these really contribute to other aspects of your life. So that's for range of motion. Again, range of motion, you want to eat garlic, ginger, drink lots of water, and really um, in time. Um, I like time a great deal. Uh, It's very versatile, and it's used a great deal with, um, I would say, greens a lot, right? So um, incorporate those into your, your, I guess, your routine, and definitely try to adapt um, different habits. And think about, okay, what is the challenge that I might have with adapting these? Like, do I know how to cook a lot of vegetables or do I, am I short on time? And these are all challenges that can certainly be overcome 
definitely visit thehappyme.com and get your copy of The Three Keys to a Happy Me. And you'll definitely learn even more in terms of how you can implement and what you can do. Again, it's visit thehappyme.com. It's the, include the in the front, thehappyme.com. And be sure to sign up to get your three keys to a happy me. And it goes even further into what you're eating, why you're eating it for your knee recovery. And so the third part of, you know, an ACL tear is pain relief, right, especially in the first week. When we have an ACL tear, um, the first week and the first few days after it can be just extremely painful. Um, you know, as you go along, your body starts to heal, and, you know, you even might think, oh, my gosh, I'm getting better, I don't have pain. But the first week, you might encounter, well, you not might, you are encountering a great deal of instability in terms of your knee, and at the slightest movement, encounter pain. And so the relief of pain through the foods that we eat can definitely be helped, right, and be very much so helpful. Um, and so with foods that help to relieve pain, in addition to incorporating foods that limit swelling, um, foods that increase your range of motion, I don't know if you want to look to refer to this as a supplement, but I highly, highly recommend um, turmeric. Now, with turmeric, you can add it into the foods that you cook. You can... Um, and you can also get it in capsule form. So the most effective um, method that I've, I've really, like, just found it as a pain relief, and I haven't had to take any other, um, any other pain relief in addition to it, was getting it in capsule form. It gets a little bit more challenging when you are adding it to food because turmeric has a very, very strong and kind of demanding taste. And so for turmeric, it's not exactly in the food form. So I wouldn't say take so much turmeric that you start to feel pain relief in terms of food unless you really enjoy the taste. But I would highly recommend it in capsule form. And you can find that at um, a natural uh, a natural drugstore, I suppose, or a natural whole food store. Um, I actually, you know, go to Whole Foods to get mine. And you can also find it on Amazon, but Whole Foods, is, uh, I like that because I kind of get to see it. Um, and, again, that is another recommendation. I would highly recommend getting the three keys to a happy knee at thehappyknee.com, and that will go into depth in terms of how much turmeric you should have. So make sure that you get your three keys because that will go in greater depth in terms of explaining how much turmeric you should be taking, depending on your specific needs, and it'll really direct you. And it's extremely, extremely, extremely helpful. Some people have it, well, you, you literally see results within days depending on the challenge, right? Um, and so for the pain relief, I would definitely increase turmeric. And part of understanding what to eat is understanding what to avoid. So... I love sweets. I love sugar. I love pies. I love cakes. I love ice cream. Ice cream, unfortunately, I really, really love it. 
but it is the greatest culprit to my knee pain, right? And so in general, you want to start to reduce your intake of dairy, to reduce your intake of processed foods, and you want to kind of reduce your intake of red meats. Um, And I don't want to say specifically red meats, but I would say meat in general because meat takes a longer period to digest. And that prolonged digestion kind of gets in the way of your body being able to recover. And so this is a very specific time period being the first week, like the the, um, the time period between the first week and the fourth week where you are really trying to help your body get out of its own way so that blood can flow, um, so that swelling can reduce, and it can get to healing itself. So meat, processed foods, and dairy really contribute to getting in the way of helping your body do what it can do best, which is heal itself. And so for pain relief, you really want to increase your turmeric intake. Capsule form is recommended. Um, I recommend capsule form. And you want to understand that you have to reduce specific foods in your diet. So um, reduce dairy, reduce the processed foods, and reduce um, the meat. And so to get a little deeper into it, I think processed foods is a very general term. You can apply that to so much. So I will, I will go a step further. So for processed foods, any food that has, I really want to say more than one ingredient in it, is processed. And so you might say, well, what can I eat? Well, that means you're probably going to be on the perimeter of the grocery store. You're going to be in the produce aisle. You're going to be in, you know, maybe getting eggs or getting meat and, you know, sparingly. But that is really what I mean when I say processed and that, that means that you're cooking a great deal more contributes to not allowing harmful foods into your body that can hinder recovery. Um, another thing that, in terms of process, so you can get a process, you can get um, some produce, or you can get meat, but then you want to consider, okay, what was the process in which this meat had to go through, or what was the process that this vegetable had to go through to get to my table, or to get to my grocery cart. And for that reason, I really try to um, work, get my food locally. And so you might try looking up the local CSA and seeing how much that costs and see if it's a viable option for you. And a CSA is a community-supported agriculture. And you basically, you know, you get your vegetables once a week or every other week I get it every other week. You know, you get a box of vegetables that's from a farmer that is pretty close by, and all of the produce is really, it's usually organic. Um, and so there's there's a lot that you can go into, but I would just stick to, you know, if you're limited, and I want to speak to make this applicable to as many people as possible and doable, you you can say, look at the label, And if there's anything on the label that you cannot pronounce, try not putting it in your body, especially during this period of time. Because during this period of time, your body just needs to be able to work and be able to increase the blood flow and being able to allow the blood flow where, you know, to get to your knee. And so if you can't pronounce anything 
pronounce something on the label, just pass on it. Even, you know, make it from scratch if you can. Um, if you can't pronounce anything on a label, um, you know, try to decrease the number of ingredients on the labeling. So, for example, try maybe starting off with something that only has five ingredients or less. Then get to three ingredients or less, right? And then get to really just not getting anything processed at all, right? And so we had the opportunity to really go through what to eat for swelling. And again, that's you want to eat foods that are helping to reduce inflammation. And those include tomatoes, green leafy vegetables. Pick your favorite. Is it kale? Is it fish chard? Is it spinach? You know, and you can get these in so many different forms. You can put them in a smoothie. You can saute them. Um, and you can even freeze them to make sure that you're capturing the nutrients and you're not losing money or wasting time. And again, um, you know, berries, which have, are high in antioxidants and really help to uh, work with the body. And those are things that you should eat for reducing swelling. And then we went over what to eat for increasing range of motion. And those are a lot, very much so herbs and things to add into your vegetables and what you eat. And those are garlic, ginger, cinnamon, and thyme. Those are really my favorites. Um, and then for pain relief. For pain relief, we're varying off the, tr the track of what you can put in your kitchen or what you can cook in your kitchen, but what's most effective has been turmeric, and you can get that in capsule form, and visit thehappyknee.com, get your copy of The Three Keys to a Happy Knee. It's free, and it's extremely, extremely valuable. You'll save a great deal of money on pain, um, but a lot of information in terms of why these specific foods help and how to apply it to you specifically can be found in that. Again, that's the three keys to a happy knee. The link is in um, the episode notes, and you can also see that at thehappyknee.com. So, um, so back to pain relief. You want to increase your turmeric intake or start it, and you want to avoid um, processed foods, meats, and dairy. Uh, and during the first week to the f fourth week, it's really an awesome opportunity to start implementing habits into your daily routine that to your knee health. This is a very sensitive time period where you're, you're going to have swelling. You're going to have challenges in terms of range of motion, and you will even have pain in your knee. And so during this period of time, as you implement these foods or add these foods into your diet, you're really contributing to being able to kind of experiment with, okay, what do I like? How can I prepare type, these types of foods that will help alleviate my pain? Um, and in terms of ACL tears and um, the pain that you, you will encounter, these things are extremely effective and helpful. And I would definitely recommend them. So if you're, if you're in knee pain or you're going through any um, treatment right now, definitely add these foods to your daily routine and get into the habit of 
you know, cooking with them and really enjoying them. So, again, you're listening to Blake Radio, I mean, Block, Block Talk Radio, and I hope you truly enjoy this. Please feel free to share with anyone that has challenges with needs, and I absolutely look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Next week, we're going to be focusing on exercises during the first week and the first the first week to four, four weeks after an ACL tear. So, like, what exercises should you do? What can you do in the comfort of your own home? And what is most effective? And that's what we really want. We want results. We want to enjoy time with our family and friends. We want to be able to get back to our old self. And so I hope you've enjoyed. Look forward to hearing from you. Visit thehappyme.com and make sure that you get your copy of The Three Keys to a Happy Me. All righty. Have a good one, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, we have a caller. Hello. Hello. Hi, welcome. Do you have a question? No, I just wanted to call in to listen to the discussion. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for make sure you're able to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just said thank you for having me. You are absolutely welcome. All right, make sure that you're able to check in, um, check out thehappyme.com and the three keys, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.